Let's Get Stupid Podcast, episode 112. Um, right now, <clears throat> me and friend had to separate. We got in a big fight earlier. Uh, I beat the shit out of him, of course. I won. You guys know that. I'm the ultimate alpha, ultimate Tom. There's your answer to your question. Uh, everybody's wanted to know who's the ultimate alpha. And uh, <clears throat> now you know. It's me, because Finn uh, beat the shit out of him. No, I, had, uh, I got stuck working late this... Uh, we had, uh, well, I woke up this morning, it was negative 13, I believe. So, uh, some equipment got fucked up. I got stuck at work, stuck working on a switch. And, um, yeah, to get to his house tonight, I wouldn't have got there till 10.30. By the time I pod- got there, set up, podcasted, got back home, I probably wouldn't be able to do one in the morning. So, we're going to resort to the phone call, which, you know, we try not to do as uh <coughs> professional podcasters that we are but times like these sometimes you know my work schedule sucks uh sometimes finn gets mandated but typically i'm the one that's screwing it up and working late so um yeah so we're gonna be separate i'm in my basement right now in my little studio i got setting up here uh it's it's coming together i love these chairs i'm gonna get some banners up Uh, i'm gonna go this week and try to look at stuff for the cameras try to get that rolling as well um just trying to keep everything moving i get very bored when things are the same all the time when things work well and they're the same it's great but even to a point then i think something needs to be changed to be different be better or maybe it's worse and then i go back to the drawing board and i try to figure out a better way to do something i did terribly you know Um, just like anything in life i just get bored of things and i like to redo stuff and take things apart and put them back together different to see if it works better um just because just because something works um doesn't mean it's optimal that's what the uh, big thing Jacob Ross always taught me with training because, you know, you could always say, my own training is good, I always PR, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, maybe you are, but one, how long is it going to last? And two, is it the best way you could have trained? Could things be better, quicker, faster? Um, stuff like that. So it's kind of how I always operate with anything in life. So, yeah, we chip away at this studio and chip away at uh, that video stuff we've been talking about forever. Um, this video, this video. I'm drunk, almost drunk. Let's get stupid vodka in my cup right now. Got it set up right here. So every time I come down here, I get to have a drink. I don't really drink that much anymore. Um, just life, you know. I get busy, work, kids, stuff, training. If I'm not working late, I'm training late. 
Um, so it's it's maybe weekly now that I get to have a, a one drink or two drinks during a podcast. Um, it's just got a nice reminder to drink. So sip a LGS vodka for the working man for my buddy at Pine Creek, Ryan Mock. Uh, when I get more updates about what sh- states he can ship, I will let you guys know. Uh, we are brought to you by GeneralLeatherCraft.com. Matt Hayden at under, Pioneer underscore Finn on Instagram. Go there for all your leather belt needs. He's supplied me with a dozen belts, supplied Finn with a dozen belts. The top power levels in the world, they all wear his belt. Uh, he even has a CrossFit belt, a Strongman belt. He's got dress belts. He's got wraps. He's got straps. He's got everything in between. Um, he's got gear. He's got, if you want something custom made, if he can't make it with leather, he knows a guy that can. So if you want something cool, something unique, something straight out of Texas, something straight out of America, because um, all this shit's right here in America, like even like my knee wraps, that's why like some companies can get them for 10 bucks and sell them for 40 you know, I pay a higher price. I like to go through Matt, and we like to work together, and we like to keep an American product, and that's how we like to do business. So support him. He's a huge supporter of the podcast. Um, he has been for years, two years. Um, also, this tonight we are brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped, code STUPID at checkout, S-T-U-P-I-D. If you heard it here, use that code, please. It helps support the podcast, helps support um, what we got going on here, helps pay for some stuff on our end, our monthly fees, just to put this up on the air. Um they got awesome products. They got they came out a couple months ago with a body wash, a conditioner, a shampoo, and recently they came out with a deodorant line. So if you want to check out, if you want to smell like a real man, quit smelling like a fat Aaron, um, Aaron, fat Aaron sixty nine that is uh, on Instagram. Check out their products. They got everything from ball trimmers to nose trimmers. Um, I like to have personally I like to have I have two four I have one for my Netherlands down there, and then arms uh sometimes i'll save my chest very rarely but arms for sure and back is fucking great because i'm not a big shaver i don't like to shave any of my arms and stuff i like to trim it and then you know the nice thing about the 4.0 is it's waterproof of course it lasts 90 minutes you have a travel lock mode so if you run out of time at the house before you go on vacation you can fucking lock it hit it three times lock that thing up so it does not vibrate in your fucking suitcase all the way to fucking mexico or wherever the hell you're going on vacation you get there, it's fully charged. It holds a charge for a long time. Um, and I just like trimming hair. I, otherwise, I get fucking all those stubblies. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So ever since I got a manscape in my hand, I've been, uh, arm hairs, you know, especially for tattoos, makes them look better, I think. So arm hairs always gone. And I, the old the old ladies always trimming my back hair with that, um, you know, because they do have guards that they come with now with the 4.0. We just run the no guard, obviously. Um, never cut myself once down there or up here. You know what I'm saying? So check out their product. Uh, all their product lines from their fucking, like I said, nose trimmers, beard, I guess you'd call it a beard trimmer, uh, whatever, body hair trimmer, uh, deodorant, soap. You want to smell good, go to Manscaped. Code stupid. 20% off, free shipping. All right. Well, before uh, I talk any more, as Finn would say, probably bore you guys, which, let's be honest, Finn's a real boring one. Um, let's plug in. And we will see what the Finn Dog's doing. Maybe we'll see, uh, hopefully he's not in the garage fighting his cat right now. That cat is getting worse and worse, I tell you. Hey, man, we're just about to wrap up the show. Hey. Are you alive? What the fuck? What are you doing? Holding on for, hold on for sound. Hold on for sound. Holding. Can you hear me? 
Yeah, I can hear you. Good. Are you in a spaceship? What the fuck? Can you, does it sound weird? Yeah. What, what are you using? My headphones, they were working perfect until you called me. Uh, they plug in headphones or the AirPods? They're these new Sony ones. How about now? Well, worse. Worse. How Maybe. about now? I don't... Uh, so far, Worse? No, that's better. Better? Same better or worse? No, you get like, you're getting like a weird droning sound in the background. Yeah. Do you have your plug-in headphones? <clears throat> I told you not to buy those. Are songs. we live on air, Callis? Yeah, we're live, dog. We're 10 minutes God. in. Damn it. Just 10 minutes in, the worst 10 minutes of the whole show. <laughs> I know. Fucking shit. At least they can hear me. Well, if you would have fucking brought that shit over here, that other board would have been perfect. Well, next Could time. we go board for board? Uh, maybe. The only problem. I mean, that's how those other guys did it. It was fine. The only problem you'll run into is uh, you're on the other end of a board. What does that mean? It means you have to know how to run it. Well, shit, Callus, you know how to run it. You could teach me in a day. Yeah, I'd have to see how it works because I record everything. You know what I mean? That board plugs straight into my laptop. So if I called you and you hooked your phone up through a board, yeah, I guess you could do it. We may have to do a trial run offline, you know what I mean? Once I, Because once I, now I'm set up here. I ordered different stuff because last time we were having some problems, but now I got everything I need. We have two of them. Everything's exactly the same now, so I can. So we're good. Yeah, because the one thing I tried to get that different amplifier, because you know how like the board has like six or seven regions, so you could get like six people on, but the sound thing that that we that we bought later, you know, when we first started this thing to put it in our yeah. headphones, it only had four. So I'm like, well, if I'm buying another one, I'm buy the sixth one, you know, just in case. And then I, you know, if we have more people on, I go to Finn's, I'll just bring the sixth one just in case. And then that obviously didn't work yet last time. So now I'm back to the four one, but I got two of them. So, yeah, we'll be good to set up at your house, leave it good, and then, you know, if we run into me working late again, like I explained, um, we can uh, we should be able to do it through the board. We'll have, to, we'll have to figure it out. Yeah, if we had the board, it would be perfect because we both had this. We'd both have the same kind of sound quality. Right. Yeah. So it wouldn't be so bad if we if we do uh, from remote locations. Right. Well, next week I'll go to your house. Maybe I'll try to get there a little early. We'll set up. Hopefully you have that couple chairs in the basement set up. We'll set yeah, up. Yeah, I got the basement set up for tonight, and you no know, showed. You know how long that took me? You don't even have chairs. I bought two chairs. They're down there. An area rug. Liar. A table and a backdrop in the basement. Are you telling tall tales? No. I'm know. serious. Serious heart attack? Actually, the chairs aren't here yet. There's two wooden chairs down there right now, but the two chairs are coming. Yeah, no, I've been working on it the last couple of days. Good. Yeah, I'm thinking about painting my walls black or getting a backdrop. Yeah, you just need a little uh, a little backdrop for it, you know? Yeah, maybe I'll do that. I mean, you don't need a backdrop for yours. You can just put like a, uh, you know, a sign or, or a couple signs or something back there and make it look a little better. Yeah, you know, add some you know flavor to the room, you know? Because the uh, backdrop I have is uh, stone. I mean, it's kind of cool looking by itself, though. Stone Cold Steve Austin? A picture of him? Yes. Stone Cold. Your... Uh, what's that idiot name? Stone Cold Pole. Okay. That new uh, GM the Bears got. That's what they're calling him. Oh, I don't I don't know. I'm not familiar. Well, of course you're not, because you know what today is, don't you? 
today, January 26th, brother. 1986, when the Bears won the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. The 87th or 36th anniversary. The 85 Bears. Yes. Yep. Bears. Yep, that was a good year. Do I sound better now, Callis? Yeah, about the same. It sounds better on my end. Oh, well, that's all that matters, as long as you're good. Don't worry about the fans. I mean, shit, you can't tell. Nah, you'll be all right. I wouldn't recommend using those Sonys anymore. I'd use your fucking plug-in ones. I didn't use those plug-in ones last time because they they wouldn't plug in, remember? No, I don't remember. I don't know what I ended up doing because I couldn't find a plug-in for it on this new phone. Oh, yeah, that'll happen. It's got the old jack on it or whatever the fuck it is. Jack? I thought I... I don't, I don't remember. I'm still looking for him, but I don't see him out here, and I don't want to go all the way back to the house. It's like negative twenty. Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, you're in the you're in the barn. Yeah, well, I did a, like a uh, I worked out out here, and then um, I was waiting out here for you, and you didn't show up. Yeah, well, I, you know, I gave you like a five hour heads up, but that's fine. Maybe you forgot. <laughs> Listen, I need more than five hours, man. <laughs> God damn it! I thought I did have those laying out here. Yeah, because I think those that sounds actually getting worse. Is it? Well, I think it's. Is I'm, I'm blown by that damn heater. That's why. Oh yeah, that's a little better. Buddy. I'm down here looking for those uh, those headphones. I thought it. Ah, Chad got me. Shanks. So what's going on, Kels? Nothing. Sitting in my basement, dude. Living. Excited about this fucking cold weather we're having. Jesus. Makes that... me wish I was down there with Dan Bell. Yeah, fuck Dan Bell. What fighting people? <laughs> falling over my Harley. Yeah, I'll see. I'll be. I'll, I'll talk. To, I'll check out. I'll check on him in like fifteen days. Make sure he's all yeah, right. That's, that's coming down. Yeah, like a couple Fridays from now, I'm leaving. Are you flying? Or are you Are you riding the moped? Yeah, me and Amber got the moped loaded up right now. I got a couple sets of tires. Yeah. yeah, eighty miles of the gallon. Yeah, you know, we'll be down there in no time, and you know, it's not going to cost that much. Yeah, that's. Yeah, gas is very expensive, man. Yeah, can't afford. Can't afford it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I haven't even started my truck. I'm like, fuck this. It's negative fourteen. I'm not even start my pickup up this week. <laughs> been driving the car. Yeah, I've been driving the car every day. I just it's too cold, man. Fuck that. Even the car barely want. Like it wanted to start, but it was like it took a little bit longer than it, it should have. I thought. Dude, it's, Illinois sucks. I don't know why anybody would want to live here. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. There was this, I was working in uh, like St. Charles area and yeah. I turned the corner and someone had what someone described as a Yellowstone house. It was fucking, I've never seen a house this big in my life. Like it was, I don't know, 20,000 square feet. Like it just, right. it like never ended. I'm like, what the, like, his, like if, 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 if the house's blueprint was an acre, like fill up the acre. I'm like, or half an acre. It was insane. I go, what the fuck? Right, Burt Reynolds or something. Yeah, that's what I think. It was some, I think it was Burt Reynolds. But I'll, well, yeah, one chick lives out there, Jamie McCarthy and that, uh, that uh, Wahlberg guy. Yeah, well, uh, Chris? Donnie. Donnie, Donnie Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, maybe it was them. But this house is like it was built like six months ago or something. But I'm like, man, it's I couldn't imagine having that house. So I'm like, I was trying to wait because I was working right down the road from the owner, like in his front yard basically. Because his fucking yeah. obviously his property's huge too, and I was I was hoping he was gonna come out, and I was gonna be like, dude, what the fuck do you do for a living? Like, what? And why are you here? And then they, my buddy's like, yeah, why would he build this here? And I'm like, that's a good point. If you had obviously you know whatever he's got millions and millions and millions to buy that house, 
Why would you put it in northern Illinois? Yeah. Like, I'm like, that's interesting. And it was built, like, during COVID. So even, you know, the house is even probably way more expensive than it should have been because of, uh, you know, uh, lumber. Everything was expensive as fuck. Yeah, still is. Like, he has, like, eight garage doors. Like, oh, man, I couldn't imagine how long he waited. (laughs) Yeah, remember how long I waited for those garage doors? Yeah, finished pieces of wood for four months. I did in 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 the shelter. Mm -hmm. And then I finally got them, then we left. Yeah, by the time you showed up, your house was sold and you were gone to the next one. I know it. Yeah. Uh, those are nice garage doors. Yeah. I'm, yeah, they were. Someone else is enjoying them. Yeah. Well, that's life, pal. Yeah, what are you going to do? You know, yeah, just move on. Bigger and better. Bigger and better. That's what I'm saying, dude. What's uh, How's Cam doing? Uh, Cam's looking pretty strong. He pulled 755 last night. Um. And he even got out of position halfway through. Like, he started pulling. I'm like, oh, this will be all right. And then, like, right, right by his knees, it, like, paused. Well, like, in real time it didn't. But, like, in, like watching him, like, this ain't going to be good. Yeah, he got a little forward or something. I saw the video. Yeah, he got a little forward and then pulled it right back. I'm like, man, if you can get sloppy-ish with seven and a half, you know, 755 pounds, you're right. probably in a pretty good position here as long as, you know, form stays solid. But I don't know if he'll be at 804. It'll be close. It'll be real close because you got to factor in that squat, the heavy reverse bench, oh, yeah. and then pulling. And we were talking about this last night because he probably lost. What he he's what he's post op eleven months, not even a year, right? Yeah. And it's not like he was deadlifting that the whole for eleven months. No, he probably no, deadlifted no. for seven. Right. You know what I mean? And it was probably overhand. You know, strength went back down and everything else, and right coming back up. Yeah, yeah. He's he won't even be a year out of cert, uh, literally leaving the hospital, and he'll be back on the platform. Not, I mean, within fifty, seventy-five pounds of his old total, which is insane. Yeah, That's, right. And and reverse grip <laughs> and just triceps, dude. Just all triceps and belly, which is going to be crazy. I've never seen because nobody does that. That's elite. You know what I mean? And right. Raw I've never seen anybody like now to, to us like it's normal. Oh, maybe he's gonna he's gonna close grip four fifty five for a double. Yeah, it's normal. <laughs> you imagine if you went to fucking Law Fitness and did that? People oh like, yeah, what, I know. What the right. hell? Is, what is this guy? What is this oddity? I like, know. And I've never. Yeah. I've only seen it once at a meet, and the guy did like, you know, three fifty, because he had yeah. a, he tore his pack about a year ago. And but Cam like he's almost benching the exact same amount he did before. Reverse grip. You just don't. I don't know about you, but I don't think I've ever really seen that heavy at a meet. Reverse. No, the only like I said, the only guy I ever seen do it was that uh, Craig Tarkowski, Tarkowski, who was a, a like one of the best benchers ever in, in, uh, in like first guy ever to bench on eight or nine hundred pounds in a suit. Yeah. Back in the nineties, he uh, you know back in what two thousand ten or whenever I was out there in uh, Plainfield training with those guys. Five. I'd never seen anybody do it until him. And he was benching in the fours like that. And he was like 50. Raw? Raw, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, he was, he was, uh, he had, I think he had like two heart attacks. Uh, He ate McDonald's like every day. Yeah, why change And uh, I remember him going, uh, we were going to train every Saturday morning. We'd train and, and bench on Saturdays there. And I remember him eating like three bags of McDonald's before his benching. And then he'd bench for like three, four hours. You know, Ugh. and uh, 
And I traded those guys for like a year or two, you know, when I first moved out there. And uh, he had a heart attack. And I remember his, his uh, wife told me he had a heart attack and he she was made to stop at McDonald's for a quarter or a double pounder or something because he knew he wasn't going to get another one for a while. <laughs> so he had a hamburger and then they went to the Joliet hospital and they said, yeah, you had a heart attack. Jesus. He bounced right back and, you know, was still benching heavy. Like I think within months after that. Yeah. No big deal. You no, know, he was awesome. He's still out there training. Huh? But, yeah. That's the only other guy I ever seen. Um, do that in my whole life right yeah so it'll be pretty pretty cool he does that to me with a big number too man he's he'll be definitely around 500 pounds i mean he hit 470 was it out here he hit 470 the other night and then he hit or or no he hit 440 for like a triple yeah and then a really long pause single after that yeah yeah i saw that so yeah, so he'll be. I mean, he's gonna be primed for. You know, I think he said he's gonna go five one in his second. Ooh, I hope he does. That's what he said. I right? hope he gets that five hundred on the platform. You know, because he, he wasn't able to do it last time. Yeah, he wasted it. So that. Yeah, he wasted it in my in the shelter. Yep. But heaviest bench though. Day, uh, yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's true. His heaviest bench ever in that building. Yep. I thought all day he was gonna get that in the meat, man. There's no doubt in my mind. I thought for sure. I thought he was going to hit that and then hit 523, possibly. Yeah, he was He was cooking last time, dude. Because he smoked that 501, you know, and then. Yeah. And he and held, he and he held back his squat. Because yeah. he hit like 804 in a second, and I'm like, what? I'm like, you probably got 830. He's like, yeah, I'll just yeah, save for the bench. Easy. Yeah, save it for the bench. You, you wanted to beat me. Yep. He was gunning for you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. Nice try. Though you told him he didn't out squat me, and he didn't out bench you. Good job, Cam. Yeah, nice try, cowboy. We know you're listening. Didn't even tear a tendon either. You only tore the muscle. You ain't like fit yeah, either. Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope he goes out there and I, I, at least hits five hundred one reverse grip. Yeah, he'll be he'll be knocking on twenty one. I don't know if I don't know if you know because he he's gonna have to go eight hundred four squat, which should be yeah. there, you know, and then if you go, he, he thinks he can go a little bit above 501. If he could do that, he'll be 2100 all day. He was squat heavy the whole the whole time, pretty much, because that Mars bar, you know, so yeah. he didn't really miss that many squats. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was he was still squatting. He was going heavy. I mean, hey, we we were getting to a point where we are going still pretty heavy. Feeling it. Yeah, because that Mars bar, dude, it just, uh, he's, he's like, I don't feel anything. Like, it was all like in your lower, on your legs mostly. Right, you didn't have to pull on it. You know, it's so flat yeah. bar is so fucking nice. I um, know. I wish I had one of those. I was at your safety squat bar the other day. I'm like, man, I wish I had a Mars bar. Yeah, I mean, it's fucking expensive. Sometimes he runs sales, and I think it's five fifty before shipping. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So it gets expensive, but I'm like, dude, this thing is so nice. I got to get a mount for my Jeep before I buy that. Yeah, you should probably look for a plow mount uh, before next winter. Uh, yeah, right. Um, I did get a hold of a company that said they could order me one uh, yesterday, and uh, I didn't have my wallet on me, so I said I'd call back, and then I, uh, by the time I remembered it, I, I was too late. Oh, that's good, Tommy. Yeah. So, and I was going to do it today, and I totally forgot. <laughs> so, I got it written down. I will call them and hopefully have them out here in a couple of days. Yeah, because that but, snow the other day was back-to-back. That would have been good to have that thing. Oh, God, I know. I was out there for six hours snowblowing. <laughs> for real. I was snowblowing like a motherfucker, man. Cold as fuck. Yep. That sucks. Yeah. 
That's why Illinois sucks. I'm snowballing. Dan Bell's laying on the beach naked. Fighting people. Yeah, fighting people. Farley in a fucking pair of fucking, I don't know, what does he wear, slippers? Yeah, cut-off T-shirt. Probably probably cargo shorts. Yeah, cargo shorts and a cut-off. Laughing at us. That video on his Harley was awesome. Yeah, he gave me permission to he because he said that to us like what I don't know he said that I saw it like what three months ago, and I'm like dude I'm like let me at least post because now like he's like let me let me at least post this he's like ah fine yeah, yeah fine yeah yeah no he was good what was that last week he was good that was good that was that was a good interview yeah it's a good story for the fans I mean, everybody likes a good fight you know yeah no it was that was awesome good good uh, good Dan Bell update too you know yes yeah that's what I said. <laughs> Fucking idiot! That was awesome. Mm. What are you planning on doing in Florida? Um, you guys said you're going to like the other side. Yeah, we're gonna. So we're flying in that Friday. They don't compete till Sunday. So I think there's a meet Saturday too, like amateur. I think. Right. I think it's a two day. So maybe. Yeah. You know, hang out there for a bit. Putts around Miami. You know, I'm. We, I've gone there. I felt like I sound like a fucking yup spoiled yuppie, but I've gone there like five times the past three years. Yeah, I could just I feel like I'm always in Orlando or like Orlando, Miami. Like where I'm just always like I was there six months ago for my brother's wedding, and now I'm coming back. Um, and then I was there the year before for the meet, and then the year before for the meet, and then um, so wedding, right? Yeah, the we- yeah and the wedding and all that shit. So, um, I don't know. We'll probably just putz around Miami for the first three days, and then we were like. Okay, after the meet, hopefully it goes kind of quick. We're out of there around 5 or 6, go right to the bar, hang out. Then I'm like, that's Super Bowl Sunday. We ain't getting fucking 10 people at a table in a bar. You ain't getting anything, dude. Like, that's the biggest drinking day of the whole year. Right, I'm like, we're better off just fucking staying inside, picking up some fucking food or whatever, or having the girls cook and just hanging some out. Booze. That's yeah. That's what we ended up doing last year after the meet. And, it, like, I've never laughed so hard me and dan bell were like crying on the ground oh that's good jersey we made it Jer- yeah jersey was fucking wasted in a shirt three times he's too not small. going right no he's coming oh he is yeah dude he's coming he's coming just for the meet so he's coming like friday to sun uh maybe sunday night or mo- monday morning or saturday to is monday it, morning or something I don't is it his wife about to get birth yeah he said he she he said he told her to hold off holy crap what happens if she fucking gives birth and he's in miami well, he'll just wrap Cam's knees, I guess. <laughs> Schedule well, don't change. I got to wrap Cam's knees. I'll be back soon. Yeah, he told her just, you know, you just got to cross your legs and you'll be fine. I'll be back on Monday. When the bait, when the, the twins pop out, just name one Cam. <laughs> Other one cowboy. Yep. Perfect. Right. Yeah, no. He, I didn't think he was going down there. Uh, we didn't think so either. After he told us he was like going to have twins and stuff, I'm like. Yeah, yeah, February. I think she's due in like March. I'm like, oh, he right. ain't going. He goes, no, no, we're. I'll, I'll be fine. <laughs> Dude, Joe, Joe, be yeah. fine. Not, not a big deal, brother. Okay, cool. Oh. Yeah, so he'll be down there Shit. wrapping knees and uh, kissing babies. You know, he's got to be the going. the world's most traveled knee wrapper. Oh, he has to be. I don't think anybody's tra- like he's traveled everywhere just to wrap knees. You know, and hang out. And I drink don't beer. know. I, I mean, there's other guys that will travel as like coaches or something. You know what? Like, yeah. There's, I don't see many knee rappers traveling with people. No, you don't see that. That's a coach or something. I think, uh, I think even when he was in the cage, I think Sam yeah. Bird was wanting him to try. Like, if I pay you, can you can you travel to the meet and wrap my knees? I like, remember everybody wanting him to wrap knees. He was cage. getting soli- and he was getting solicited. You know, <laughs> I know him. 
<laughs> yeah, I already had people yeah. ask me about like, oh, hey, I got a friend competing in Miami. I go, no, 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 no. I go, here. yeah, because Dan was competing. I go, yeah. it, it's Dan and Cam, everybody else, and go to hell. I go, sorry. Yeah, no, you, know what I mean? you don't want to waste those forms. Yeah, I go, you got to go through me to get to him anyway, and I'm already shutting it down. So you're not getting to John. Yeah, don't waste those forearms, buddy. No, no, no. Hell no. Hell no, dude. Um, so, yeah, we're all going to be down there and then, you know, hang out in Miami a couple days. And then we're going to go to the, what are those mountains, Napa Valley or something? There ain't no mountains down there, you idiot. There's something down there. You drive straight west, straight through it from Miami. Ah, the swamps and the gators. No, it's not the gators. Yeah. You're driving through the goddamn Everglades. Yes, those, Everglades. Well, that's the swamps. Yeah, yeah, the mountains. There's no mountains in Florida. Nah, Cam says it's, Cam swears that these are mountains. Cam don't know anything. He thinks they're flat. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, we're going to see those Neverglades Mountains. Yeah, then, he's a uh, he's a flat earther. He told me the other day. Yeah, he's also sunglasses wearer. Every time I go live on video, he goes, hold on, let me wear sunglasses. Oh, yeah, I know. Same here. He don't want me doing anything without sunglasses on. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to go through the, the Neverglades and then uh, drive straight to Naples on Monday. Oh, yeah. Have so, some wine or something? Yeah, you know, whatever you do in Naples, Naples Valley. Uh, we'll go out there, hang out, get an Airbnb for like two nights. I don't know. I've never been there. I want to do something different. I want to get out of Miami, get out of paying $40, uh, you know, an hour to park a car and get somewhere a little bit different, you know. Or are you going to go to hybrid? No, but the meat's in Miami. Yeah, you're not going to stop by to see Steffi? Um, uh, I don't think so. Why not? What about Tony? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, Tony would be close. Maybe. There's a bunch of people down there, man. Yeah, maybe Saturday I'll go see Tony. It's just because I'm not I'm not bringing my podcast stuff this year. Yeah. Just because, like, it's like we're doing two different Airbnbs. We're getting a car. We're not getting a car here. I'm lugging it. I'm like, you know what, dude? I'll fucking probably break half of it this time. Like, oh, I'm just going to – we'll just double up an episode or something, and then I'll go out there. But, yeah, maybe go see Tony at his gym Saturday. I don't know. Whatever those guys want to do, really, for the meet. I don't really care. You know what I mean? Because by the time the meet's over, we're going to be leaving town the next day. So I don't know how much we'll yeah. get in. Um, I don't know. I don't probably won't see well, Stephanie. Probably just Saturday, I guess. Because Sunday's pretty packed. Yeah, Sunday be you know all day meet, and then usually have to meet anyway. You usually don't want to do shit. No. Last year they had a party at Hayden's, and he, Hayden and Stephanie had a party night. We were going to go, but we we're having so much fun at that Airbnb. I'm like, ah, eh, we ain't leaving, man. We're done. Yeah. Plus, Tim probably yeah. steals something from their house. You know, he was with us. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot Tim was there. Yeah, he probably would have. He's got sticky fingers, man. Mm-hmm. That's very well known. Yeah. Yeah, light myself on fire. Have you? How my sound is so far, Tommy? Uh, terrible. That's good. 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 <laughs> we got it just right. Get the fans with the yeah. Team. Well, uh, hopefully next week we'll uh we'll get we'll get it down, and then uh, if something happens like this again, we can fucking. We can double up or whatever. Right. I'll right. probably fuck. We'll probably fuck that up royally. <laughs> probably be the worst. Well, I could always call you on my end, so we'll be fine. Right. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen this? This so like, Carhartt lately has been like everywhere. Like, like a girl that's never worked outside in her life, like wears a Carhartt hat all of a sudden. Have you like been noticing these trends at all, or no? Yeah, we talked about that like a couple episodes ago. Did we? I don't remember. Yeah. 
Well, I just yeah, you brought this up. Oh, I, I saw it the other day, and it really, right. really like stuck in my head because I was at dance class, like for my kid, yeah. obviously, um, and there was like three women with Carhartt and Louis Vuitton. I'm what? Like, what? Uh, it, it was, it was like, like the complete opposite. I know. I'm like, oh my god, you, this like this is like when I grew up, it was Carhartt was like, you know, it's, you got a you know, an old Carhartt you've had for ten years, and you're a, a horse right. farmer. You know, you don't have you don't have one clean pair of boots. You're wearing shit boots everywhere you go, and blah blah. blah like, yeah. And I'm like, now it's fucking. It's in a. Well, damn. geez, that Carhartt. I had like a Carhartt sweatshirt. It's like the best thing I ever owned. Yeah, I got a Carhartt got, jacket that I had since I was 18. Well, so I did too. It's in my. I wear it when it gets real cold. Got yeah. that blanket liner in there. Yeah, I, and I I never really wore. I wore that zip up jacket they got, and then now like I have all my work clothes. So I don't really like I get work supplies hoodies and stuff. So yeah. I, I always I didn't really hate car. I'm like I'm just not going to pay for it. But then Dan Bell bought me one like 6 months ago and sent it to my house. And I oh, what? He bought me a Carhartt sweatshirt. Okay. Cuz like he they, I was on Massonomics podcast and they said if it was overrated or underrated. And I think at that yeah. time it was getting too popular. I'm like, now nah, it's overrated. Now you got all these right. answers. I, I forgot how I answered it at the time cuz it was 6 months ago. But um Yeah. So Dan heard that. I was kind of not shit talking. I was like, I ain't wearing that shit, man. Fucking all these guys think they're fancy wearing it. And then fucking two days later, Amazon Prime shows up with the Carhartt. And I'm like, you know what? I'll wear it. That's literally the only sweatshirt I'll wear. Like, it's just, they know what they're doing. But yeah, it's weird having the Louis Vuitton Carhartt mix. Well, Carhartt now is like everybody is against Carhartt. Yeah, then last, what is that? I know, bad timing. Last week they fucking Yeah. I thought that's what you're talking about. No, I was well, I was leading into that. They announced those mandates. And then like you know, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of comparisons on the internet cuz they're like, "Well, the military's mandating it." And then you're like, "You just stop supporting the military." Like there's like everybody making these comparisons. But like I don't like whoever people feel whatever. But my thing yeah. was now, well, now is the time I'm coming out with Huck Finn. It's gonna be instead of car, it's gonna be Huck Finn. Oh yeah. I'm coming out with uh working man's I got jeans on the way, we got uh hat everything. Carhartt is Huck Finn. Oh, you get those new pair of Huck Finns? Those yeah. New, those new HFs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so the HF flyers. Yeah, HF little patch it just says H with an F in it. An F yep. with the it's part of the H, you know what I mean? Like the the right yeah. side of that H letter has two things coming exactly. out. H F, bam, yeah. dude. <laughs> That's how I always write my initials. P F. I put the just the other line down there. Right. Yeah, you get it. I have to I have to initial everything uh, at certain stuff I do. Yeah. And uh, that's how I initial. I just put the other uh, little line at the bottom of the T. Yeah. So you already got it, dude. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. You could take over HF. Carhartt. Right, Karen right, right, will right. be dragging a lot of ink if that happens. Yeah. Now is the time. She'll be sewing a lot of pockets. Yep. Yeah. I just now's think the, time. the iron's hot. I think it's funny how like okay, so people are now all these people are against it. Okay, but instead of like just saying I'm not going to buy anymore. All they do is like, they throw all their stuff in like a fire and light it on fire. Like, dude, you already bought it. What do you, like you support them five yeah. years ago. You burning it now doesn't not, no. you already paid for it. You don't have your money. Uh, you know, it's like me when I burn all my bears jerseys. Yeah, exactly. You already paid for the bears. jerseys, And then what do you do on yeah. Sundays? Finn? I still burn them. Watch the bears. <laughs> then I watch the bears every Sunday and yell at my TV. Yeah. Nailed it. Fucking cocksuckers. Yeah. Oh God. Well, next year. Yeah, it is weird. You see all these people uh, wearing that. It's weird trends, man. Yeah, it's weird. And then you know, and then that'll fade out in two weeks, and it'll be the next thing, you know. Yeah, the next thing will be the Ariad or something. Yeah, who knows, man? 
I don't get involved, you know. I just sit back. Yeah, listen. I just wear Huckfin gear, you know. That's about it, you know. Yeah, I wear uh, HF. I wear uh, my stuff. I'm, I'm right <laughs> now. I, I just look down. I look down. I'm all in Massonomics. I got their pants and their fucking lift shirt on right now. Oh god, those assholes. Yeah. The fucking sweatshop yeah. that they run. Right. I, I heard they're trying to fucking steal Karen away, Mrs. Barbell. They use their to start fucking printing their shit. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, women. Exactly. Everything's always got to be perfect. You guys could probably do a collab like they just did with Lift Evil. No, 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 no. No, fuck them. That's good thinking. No. If anybody's got a collab, it should be us. Yeah, I don't believe in the collab. So come on. We should be. We should do a skull with uh, what's that? A bullhorn or uh, what's that thing that you have? My oh, that tattoo I got yesterday. Yeah. You hear about that? My chest tattoo that Billy started. I got on that two days ago. Tattoo on my chest. Walmart tattoo. Longhorn. Oh, yeah, yeah. And these headphones don't work too good, huh? <laughs> I got that Walmart tattoo on my chest. <laughs> Fucking badass. Sounds badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Got this damn cat down here. Yeah, that's your buddy. You get on the podcast, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, the cat's coming. It's gonna be a um it's gonna be a basement cat here soon. Yeah, so. that'd be good for the equipment. <laughs> I thought it'd be perfect for the equipment, the new chairs and everything we're getting down there. Yeah, something for it to scratch on, you know? Yeah, for the podcast. Yeah, breaking the claws. Let's get stupid podcast. <sighs> hey, I'm what... trying to think what the hell I did this week. I don't even remember anything. Well, it must not have been that What happened this week, Callis? I don't know what you do in your free time. It's hard to talk to you on Mondays and Tuesdays. It's your only days off. You're busy. I never... That's what oh, yeah, those are by far my busiest days is Monday and Tuesday. Right. I'm fucking doing, you know, my business stuff first thing in the morning till noon, you know, right programming. And then I fucking start working on other shit after that. And, uh, yeah. And then anything else I got to take care of around the house. It's all usually a lot of it's Monday and Tuesday. Right. And, uh, then, you know, back to prison after that. So, the hell was that? Huh? You got COVID? Yeah. I just what the hell are you it, doing? I just got it out of me. Uh, How'd you hear that? I put it on mute. I heard it, Jill. Oh, you must have muted it on the thing, not me. Oh, yeah, that's right. You muted it on the whatever you call it. Yeah, no, we're going to call it. Um, yeah, the board. Um, oh, this week, yeah. Well, Obviously, you can't talk to you because you don't know anything about football, but it was the greatest weekend of football probably ever. That's yeah. what I did uh, Saturday and Sunday. I came, I came home uh, from work, and they had uh, the fucking Packers lost. I hate the fucking Packers. Aaron Rodgers went down again. And uh, he's probably done in Green Bay, never going to play in Green Bay again is what they're saying. Yeah, I heard a lot of bad things about him, and I don't follow anything on football. Even I yeah. knew he didn't do good. He's gone. Tom Brady's gone. They lost, and uh, uh, the Bills lost. I mean, it was a hell of a weekend, man. And it was, it was, uh, yeah, like I said, it was probably the best weekend of football probably ever. One of the greatest games I've ever seen was that Kansas City Buffalo game. Huh. So, did a lot of that um, training and shit like that, I guess. Yeah, football, football big. We got a week, big weekend coming up, too, this weekend. Not as good as last, though. Yeah, should be a good a good weekend for it for sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. 
You got a big, you got a big plans for the championship games, or? Uh, yeah, I'll be in Miami celebrating. At Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl championship. Yeah. Yeah, that's a then, cha- uh, that's the championship time. Okay, that's who wins it all. That's yeah. God damn, you are smart. See, it comes st- that shit. I know stuff. Yeah, I haven't. Tra- it feels like I haven't traveled hardly anywhere in the last since COVID hit. Really, there's that, been many events. Except you know, there's some meets here and there, but uh, that CT Fletcher tagged me in a post today, and uh, that his event. And look at that video; it's crazy. It's like right before they shut everything down. Yeah, I saw and just that. a crowd that was in there, man. Holy fuck! Yeah, I missed that shit, man. Those are the days. You know, it's like seeing people, you know. Yep. You don't you don't see that many people in events at all. Yeah. I mean that makes it makes me curious how the Arnold's gonna be, you know. Me and Cam were talking about that again last night. God, who knows, man? Uh I I haven't looked at a, a roster yet, but I haven't last I looked it didn't look that good. Yeah, last when I looked last time it was still a lot of open booths. Yeah, and that was never ever. There's like no openings. You had to get your shit within the first month or two, or you're over with. Right. Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to see like um, how it is on Thursday when you know, because you can get there like Wednesday or Thursday, I think, and set up. Talk yeah, I always me. set up. It's Thursday you set up, right? Yeah, I believe so. It's Friday. It's open. Right. I was thinking about just trying to talk to uh, whoever's there and be like, "Hey, how is it? Is it strict? Is it is it blah blah blah? You know, you heard like a number cap or whatever." Um, yeah, I, uh, I know. Is, is there a lot of people? Like, right? But it's hard. It's hard to say because yeah, I, well, I mean, nobody knows. A good way to probably be able to tell maybe is look up hotels around the area. They're booked. Really, I look. We looked it up the other day. Interesting. But hotels are going to be booked right away, anyways. As long as they're fucking even half the vendors are there, they take the hotels immediately. Yeah, that's true. You know, those hotels book would like the first week. Those hotels would pretty much book up. I mean, you can get a hotel room here or there, yeah. but they booked up pretty fast. The, the main ones, you know. Interesting. So. Yeah, it. Uh... Look at that the, doesn't really mean too much, though, because, like I said, it could be half the crowd there, a quarter of the crowd, and that stuff would be gone. Right. You know? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird, and who knows what, what else they're going to do, too. You know, that's still a couple months away. You know? I don't know. Maybe they open everything up. What, like, Are they doing that in other countries, all right? Uh, yeah, are, I think they did in the U.K., yeah, they're very strict too for a long time. So maybe they run it wide open. Yeah, I don't know. Do they do that? I don't know. Still, there's a lot of people not coming though. Animal Cage was big, you know. Yeah, Animal and then Redcon and stuff too. And Redcon, yeah. Well, Redcon, who knows what's going on with them now? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Take it over. HF, HFB takes over Redcon and a Carhartt. Yeah, all right. I should call. Uh, uh, Danielle Singerman, and tell her, hey, I'm ready to come on board. Yeah, I can be your new CEO. Bring uh, bring Hardcore Closer with you and just take everything over. Yeah, Hardcore Closer will be my money guy. Yeah. He'll back me. Yep. Let's, let's go. Set it up, man. Hey, did you ever talk to Hardcore Closer? 
Yes, I talked to him a week or two ago. What did he say? Um, and then he told. Well, he gave me his calendar, and then it was like the worst times for us as a podcast. I'm like, so I told him, yeah, I need to talk to Finn and get back to you. And then uh, I forgot. I got I to message him again and just see like, hey, can you do a random night, preferably a Wednesday at like eight or nine, um, and see what he says. I'll message him. Uh, I'll message him tomorrow morning. See what he's got going on. Yeah, so this guy, Hardcore Closer, his real name is uh, Ryan Stewman. Uh, you can check him out, I think, on Instagram. I think his name is Hardcore Closer, right? Yeah, on Instagram, on, yep. On, on Instagram. So I've known the guy for a few years. Uh, met him at a uh, Icon Meals had an event called the Icon Meals Block Party. That was the same day I, I drank uh, 50 beers and bet 500 pounds with Michael Hurd. And uh, they had us all out there, these us athletes, and there's, I don't know how many they have, 15 or 10 or whatever it is, and they brought in guest speakers in our hotel conference room to talk to us during the day, and then they take us out on buses at night to, like, party and hang out, whatever. Anyways, you know, I, I'm an idiot, so I come in there, you know, everybody's dressed up. I had, like, a cutoff on and a, and a cooler of beer and shit. Everybody else had notepads, and I was in there uh, drinking beer and, and – um, Anyways, they had these speakers, and it's kind of – I should have probably paid more attention, but <laughs> Stewman got up there, and he kind of caught me. You know, he, he was in prison. He had a real good story, like a backstory. I'm like, oh, shit, who is this idiot? And uh, just the way he he, uh, he talked, it was awesome. He was like the guy I liked the most by far that was there. So I, I followed him ever since. Um, his story is fucking – it's crazy. Crazy-ass story, and uh, – like he's, he's just kind of kind of a guy, he's a guy like us, you know what I mean? Yeah, relatable. Yeah, very relatable. So, yeah, I'd like to get that guy in the podcast. He's he's fucking loaded, man. He knows a lot about a lot. Yeah, it seems like I've been yeah. following him for a, uh, a while now. I'm like, God, this guy's into everything, you know. So it's kind of cool to follow. Yeah, him. Oh, he's yeah. like seems like a normal guy, you know. Right. Yeah, and it turned out he's he like is invested in a lot of stuff. He invests. He's an investor in Icon Meals. I didn't even know that. Oh, that makes sense. So he. he he must have knew Todd. And Todd uh, Abrams owns Icon Meals. Yeah. And uh, anyways, they're buddies, and that's why why he's out there speaking and everything else. So, no, I'd like to get that guy on the podcast and, and hear his story. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll try to reach out to him again. He was fucking real responsive, and he don't know me for shit. You know, right. and fucking, and like, yeah, me and Finn got this thing. You blah blah. You my partner's like, yeah, man, I'd fucking love to do it. Blah blah. Here's my schedule, and I'm like, ugh. Your schedule is not. I'm like, you got to figure something else out. Right. Maybe we'll fly down to Dallas and just go right to his house and be real. Well, that would be better. Right. Way better. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hardcore closer. Big bench night out here tomorrow night, Dallas. Yep. Looking forward to it. You coming out? Uh, no. But I'm you looking should. forward is- for you having it. I think uh, this is probably Cam's last heavy bench. Uh, is he going to do five plates tomorrow? No, I think about 485. Uh, he should have one more then. You think? Yeah, he could he could hit another heavy 10 days out. It's not going to affect him that much. If if like four if whatever he takes tomorrow moves like like he's got 20 some more pounds in him, he could take a yeah. 10, 10 pound jump the next week and be fine. Yeah. I would say Especially, you know, as yeah. you taper towards the meat, you're cutting down accessories. So as long as he's recovering right. from those main movements, he'll be fine. Mm. Yeah, ain't no Man. big deal. Yeah, no, I'm excited. There is 
I'm ready to get back in it too. Start hitting heavy. Yeah, you're probably getting all heavy fired dirt. up over there. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, be a good night in here. I've got I've got the heat already up to 43 degrees. Oh, that's good. You know, it's just to ensure nobody carries a pack in here. Yeah, and you know, above 40s, you're you're you know, it's where you want to be. That's what I always said. You know, we cannot have it under 40. Yeah. Maybe I'll put the space heater on the bench too. There you go. That was that was the old trick we used to do in the shed. Oh yeah, for benching shirtless. Yeah, yeah, bench shirtless. Put the space heater by there, and then put the shirt back on real quick when the when the video's over. Yeah, that's smart. That's good thinking, Tommy. Right. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Um, what's going on tonight? Where's Amber at? Uh, she's upstairs watching something with Haley. Haley leaves oh. Sunday to go back to school. So. Are you going with her? No, we had that discussion before uh, with my wife. Uh, my wife. My wife. My wife. Uh, the reason, like, I traveled with her before a lot, like, I would fly there and drive back and stuff, because, like, her car was, like, it wasn't that old. It was 2012. It had, like, 210,000 miles on it or something, 200, 195. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm not so worried about something happening, you know, because she's in the daylight. She's at a truck, like, she's at a very popular spots where she's getting gas that it'll just up top twice. Like, but if it breaks down, then we have an issue. Um, and yeah. I'd rather just be there. So right. with getting her the a brand new, you know, 21 Bronco, I'm like, yeah, she'll be fine. And I think she only has to stop once for gas. Yeah. I think. I think she can, like, you know, because she babies it, she can get out, make one stop for gas, and then make it all the way home. Uh, or back to school, I believe. So, no, she's going to, she's going to, she solos a trip and she'll, she'll be fine. You know, got to grow up, Peter Pan. What's what Dan Bell always says. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we got big news. Uh, HFB has got new flannels dropping tomorrow. One last round of black and blue flannels. Oh, good. In a very limited quantity. So, Karen's got a lot more sewing to do tomorrow and tonight. Maybe be a hell of a sewer. Yeah, she is a good sewer now. I never sew all my stuff. Pants, my new HF pants. Yeah, you, you sew it over cars. there. Sew it, take the Carhartt thing off, sew a HFB one on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, yeah, send your Carhartts to me. I'll put a new patch on them. Huck pins. Yep, bingo. Bingo, bingo. Bingo, bingo. Hey, what do you? Uh, I'm always curious. What would you? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what would you do if you weren't a CO? What would I do? Yeah. Like right now, I would I would just be doing my business for sure. <laughs> no, like if you never started it, like the CO thing. Oh, jeez. What did I want to do? Yeah. What would you want to do? What like you when I was going to do? college and shit. Yeah. Besides being a professional custodian. Well, when I was in college, you know, the goal was uh, to become like a strength coach or, or something like along those lines, you know. I just wanted to play football. The only reason I went to college was to play football. And once I got there, I'm like, well, i got to do something with it. So I didn't know what to do, you know, and uh, I took a lot of PE classes and all that shit. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would see those other these other guys becoming, you know, like lifting weights. I like playing football and uh, – You're scared of the dark? Oh, my uh, oldest just got up and came to the basement. 
Oh, jeez. Hey, Emery, you want to say hi to the fans? No. Okay. Hey, Emery. Uh, you were going to be a professional athlete. Was that what you're saying? <laughs> but, no, I wanted to do something and maybe in that industry or something. I want to become a professional wrestler. Those are like my two things. Well, you almost did the wrestling route. Later, yeah. Ten years yeah. later. Right. Yeah, that, that would have been – that was uh, – you know, if I couldn't, obviously, I, I wanted to play professional football. Would have been the best, right? But then pro wrestling, I like that. And uh, you know, if I was going to finish college, it was going to be uh, probably a strength coach or something along those lines. Yeah, yeah, I can see like for a university, coach. a big university, kind of like what that one idiot does. What idiot? Oh shit! Fucking cat just jumped in my face. Shanks. Everything. Go- yeah, Shanks did. Everything okay over there, Callis? Yeah, she just that she sometimes like uh, maybe a couple times a week she'll like, dude, my, my uh, Emery is sneaky. Like you'll barely hear that door open. She'll come yeah. downstairs and then she'll like, or she'll sit at the top of the stairs and you won't realize it. And you'll like go get a drink, you look up and she's just staring. You're like, ah, like scared, scared the hell out of you. Yeah, especially like when she comes into our room at like two in the morning sometimes. Like if she wakes you up, you like you're like you're kind of out of it. You look up, she there's like just this object staring at the end of the bed. That's terrifying. Like ah, now, what, what the hell you, you doing? What would you be, Cal? What were you gonna do? I mean, your whole time you just did what your old man did. Yeah, man. Okay, so when I grew up, I was I wanted to be a chef. <laughs> like I went, <laughs> like I left. I didn't leave high school, but like two after two years in high school, I would spend half a day at. Uh, this cooking school that the, the like 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 five other schools would go to this uh, five other schools would go to this other school where you could learn like culinary you could learn diesel tech you could learn auto body oh, yeah, yeah. or right. whatever like kind of get more yeah. specific you can like I think one of them was like you could be once you're done with the program you could be a CNA so somebody as soon as they graduate high school they already got their CNA yeah. when they're like so it was one of those centers so I went there for culinary so I'm like yeah I'm gonna go be a chef because I just like cooking. I love baking when I grew up. I love cooking. I like being really good at it. Now? Uh, no, not at all. Um, <laughs> but I used to, right? Like I would, I would go with one of my buddies, and we'd go to like the freshest markets. We'd spend half a day getting like the better meat, the the good like the you know the all oh, great peppers, good oh, sides, like Jack potatoes. Tripper, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Um, like we would spend half the day getting this this stuff. We'd go back to his kitchen. We would cook everything together. We, you know. At the time, I think I was dating his sister. Were you guys clothed? Well, yeah, I was. Yeah, that's why I was bringing up I dated his sister because I knew that was, oh, that's okay, where yeah. this was going. Yeah, you bring that up. yeah, I was dating his sister, so like me we'd go back, we'd cook nice meals on candlelight. Yeah, he's like you know my best friend for a long time. Yeah, his name was Ian Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, so we would like cook all these meals together, like whatever for for his family, or or sometimes I just do it by myself, or cook for like a lady friend at the time, or whatever. But I always yeah. enjoyed it, like I really liked it. So I'm like, oh, I'm I'm just gonna go to culinary school. So I was going to go to like, a nice culinary school in Chicago and fucking do the whole restaurant thing. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Because my grandfather was a chef at the Drake Hotel in Chicago. He was the head chef, which is like, if anybody knows the Drake Hotel, it's a huge, yeah. it's very hotel. expensive hotel. Like, uh-huh. like he would go to Dean Martin's room and cook for him. Like, uh-huh. he was the shit back in the day. So I was like, oh, yeah. I'll do that for sure. And then I started, I cooked for like five years at a country club. And I realized that I really don't like people that much. Oh, yeah, I remember drunk, you did that. Yeah, drunk like golfers. Yeah. 
So I like, kind of got a taste of it, like a very small taste. And I'm like, and then what? Like, okay, I can go to school. One, mm-hmm. culinary school is very expensive. Go to culinary school, and then what? I work every Friday and Saturday for the rest of my life? Guaranteed. Yeah. Like, that's when you're busy. You're busy, like, Thursday to Monday or Thursday All to right. Sunday, you know, getting that weekend ready. For, if you're, if you're going to work in a nice place, you know, it's going to be a nice, you know, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday dinners and lunches or breakfasts. Like, I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to do that. And fuck these people and fuck 50 Gs a year in school. You know, I'm going to graduate with uh-huh. 200 grand in debt to be a chef. So I was like, nah, you know what? Fuck this. And then I was like, yeah, dreams over. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, dreams over. So I uh, obviously went the other completely different route and then just started climbing poles. So, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah, almost going to be a shit. And that's the thing. Like, like you said, like, I don't cook at all now. Like no. I've completely lost my time. Like I could cook whatever I can. Like some people are just can't. Ass. <laughs> I could spin in jacks with the rest of them, Tommy. Yeah, you know what I mean? spun last night, man. It was the best thing ever. Yeah, see, you are you got the cooking gene in you, Tommy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Crappy taught me well. <laughs> yeah, I used to. I used to fucking love it, man. And, like, even now, like, I could cook for the kids, cook for the wife. Like, what? I could. My wife is so fucking good at it. She grew up cooking for her whole family all the time. Like, she's always cooking for her siblings. So she yeah. cook fucking. Oh hey hey, do you want Thai tonight? Hey, do you want fucking Mexican? Oh, like hey do, hey, do you want this tonight? Hey, do you want? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm gonna make a dumpling soup with this, and I'm gonna do that. <laughs> okay. I know it's great having a wife that cooks. And Karen cooks everything. Everything great. It's the I couldn't imagine ever. not having a wife that couldn't cook. It'd be terrible. Oh dude, some of these losers at work come in with like a turkey sandwich or like oh, an encrustable. Gosh. With like a gogurt, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Are you, what is that, dude?" They're like, "What is that? Uh, a sixth grade lunch?" Well, my wife packed my lunch. I go, "Does she not like you?" I go, "What? Well, that's all she knows." I'm like, "Fuck, yeah, dude, you well, fucked up. You're screwed for fifty years." I know it. Yeah, the, it's the best. Here, man. Yeah. Karen, Karen, cook a steak on the grill. Cook everything. Yeah. Be ready for it. It's perfect. The best. She cooks all kinds of meat. Yeah, fixes your AC. Karen does everything. Yeah, wrenches on the AC, <laughs> fixes my Jeep. Up in the attic, mountain yeah. plows. She was painting when I got home today. She's painting the closet. Yeah. And building that coat. I don't know what she was building in there. And Finn's uh, out working out with the cat. Yeah, I was out working out with the cat. And I'm on a podcast with my friend Callis. <laughs> That's tough being Tom Finn. That's a good life. I was up at 5 this morning, you know, out in the negative 20 degree weather. Yep, heard that. And I yeah, fucking dropped my headphone case. That's why I don't got the good headphones. Oh, no. I lost it, I think, when I got gas this morning. I, I don't know. Not good. And off me. to prison I go. Off to prison. And do it all over again in the morning. Yeah, this morning I was going to come out here and uh, do about 15 minutes of the Stairmaster, maybe some biceps. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I got, ah, fuck that. I, I got to fucking, I got to go with gas and shit. I ain't going out there. Yeah. I was on I was on complete E and they say that your gas tank could fucking freeze up in weather like this. Tommy. Huh. May I, no, I don't uh, know. I've never heard that. I'm not sure. I don't maybe know, Pappy sure. just told me that when I was a kid and I believed it. I don't know the freezing point of gasoline. Something could happen to your gas when it gets too cold if you got around really low. Well, I know if you go off the road you're fucked because then you're gonna run out of gas. That's true too. Uh, so well, the freezing in order in gasoline to freeze, it needs to be held at temperatures around a negative one hundred degrees. Yeah, well, that's what it was. Today. <laughs> it was not negative one hundred degrees. It was negative one hundred. Yeah, negative fourteen, maybe. It was. That's true. Yeah. 
Negative 100, buddy. I, don't know. I think we'll be all right. Um, I'd rather live in North Dakota, I think. Um, but diesel blends are different, though. They have a higher, higher freezing point. So you have more issues with diesels. Oh, shit. So, but you'll be fine. You can always put treatment in it. And the the uh, the stations, there's a winter mix that they have. Yeah. That they put in the oh, pumps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, they switch it in the winters. They're in the colder temperature areas, so. When you get that big dually diesel fin, you'll be all right. I know. I can't wait. Yeah. It's coming, pal. Yeah, they're only getting cheaper, so you'll be fine. That was a good Yeah, movie. I saw they are getting cheaper. Yep, yeah, they're really dropping and plummeting in price by the time you go buy one. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Real funny, kill. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> These new ones are like over 100 grand. Yeah, no big deal. Just once you take over fucking Tom Finn Carhartt, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's true. Once I get that Carhartt logo, that brand going. Yep, no big deal. Gonna be huge. All right. Well, you ready to wrap this up, buddy? Yeah, I'll wrap it up. I gotta go in and watch WrestleMania three. Yeah, go watch your WrestleMania. I'll, I'll lock this. I'll bring this in for a close, buddy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, bring that in for a close. What are we doing next week? I'm coming to your house, setting up the podcast, buddy. I'll talk to closer. See if I can get him on. I was thinking about having uh, Pappy come out. Oh, even better. Well, hopefully, I don't work late. Then I could, we could I could fucking get out there at a good time. You know. Let me know. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's a different day works for you. We'll do a different day too. Oh, I mean, it still have to be probably four o'clock or later. Right, four or five, something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could do something this Sunday or yeah. Maybe if we do something that we out. Not I'll, Sunday. Not Sunday. That's that's uh, NFC AFC Championship games. Oh, you loser. All right. Maybe like yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. If I don't work late one night. So yeah. One of those three days will work for out. sure. Yeah. We'll do that. We'll do that next week. That All right, good. brother. Okay, buddy. Okay. Bye. Goodbye. God, that guy's annoying. Um, yeah, so hopefully next week, Pappy. Um, that'll be good. I haven't had Pappy on it probably since episode 90-ish, maybe. It's been been too long. He's got a whole new set of teeth now. Um, yeah. Good to talk to Finn. Uh, good to be still can get an episode in for you guys, give you something to fucking listen to. Um, we... Uh, you know, it's funny. Me and Finn always talk like if we don't have a guest on, which we're like trying to like push guests more lately. I think it's better for one, like just general camaraderie with the both of us and having someone on easy to talk to and it just adds value to the podcast. Sometimes when we talk to each other, like he's called, he called me probably five times a day. He's like, hey, what are we going to talk about? No clue. No fucking clue, dude. I, I don't know. But guess what? We'll figure it out. We always fucking, here we are an hour later. Um, and we always do that too. When we, especially when we get together, we'll like sit and talk for like 20, 30 minutes, and then we throw our headphones on. And we're like, dude, we got to stop doing this shit. Unless it's like private stuff. We're like, we got to fucking just start recording immediately. That's what I try to do. I try to push him to get his headphones on like immediately. So, because all the stuff we bullshit about, mainly, you know, that's why you guys listen anyway, because you want to hear us bullshit. Um, and I want to touch on another thing here. I've always thought about this. Like, I don't know about some of you guys have the same feeling but like seeing like the house we talked about earlier when i was working there's that huge fucking house you know and i'm like thinking what is that like it it like it was bothering me for hours that one i mean I, the guy wasn't home but i was like what do you do what do you do what do you do what do you do like sometimes like there's some really nice areas where we live 
like within 10 minutes, you find these houses where one, it's a subdivision of every house is a million dollars. Or you go even down the road farther, there's like, I don't know if it's horse money, I don't know what it is, but there's like fucking, you know, brick driveways that curve around that are heated with big gates. And then the fucking, you got the, you know, the garage where you, <clears throat> where you drive through it. And, you know, the garage on either side, then you drive through the little archway and you go into the back where there's even more parking. There's quite a few of those houses on, like, these certain roads where I live. I shouldn't say where I live. In the area I live at, within 10 or 15 minutes. And I always, like, it doesn't bother me, but I always really, really, really want to know. I want to have, like, an excuse to go to their house while I'm working because I work in this territory. Be like, oh, yeah, I got to check something. By the way, what the fuck do you do? And how do I do it? Um... Like I said before, like, I'm always trying to do something different and better. And, like, that's one of the things I've always, like, sometimes at work, like, if we have downtime and we're in that area, I'll just cruise the streets. Just just look at the houses, see if anybody's around. Just kind of, kind of, that sounds creepy. But um, I'm always just, I have such a curiosity for these people that with these large amounts of wealth. And I actually caught one one day. This was probably six, seven years ago when I kind of started on these tangents of, like, being, like, I'm kind of a little bit obsessed with this. Um, these people, kind of how they got, how they built their wealth, and like I'm just very curious. And he had this big, nice house, and he came out. We're working, um, and he's not. And he's like kind of yelling at us. He thought we were a different company, um, and like no, we're not the telephone company. We're the fucking power company. You know, your internet doesn't work because of me. I, I control the power, not the internet. It's like oh, okay, blah blah blah. Um, and uh, I'm like, hey, do you mind? Like, I'm just you know, curiosity's got me. Like, what do you do? You have a nice big house. You had like something where like you drove up this fucking hill. You went to his house, wrapped around the back, big parking. I'm like, fuck, man. And he's like, oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I usually work from home. I I own like the uh, either he owned the rights to make the plastic, or he made the plastic, or well, however it worked. But for every credit card, obviously it's on a piece of plastic, right? Like, I think this is even before chips. But um, he's like, yeah, I just I I print the plastic. Or I print the plastic into the shells, and I send them to the companies, and they send their own stuff, or they send the information to me, and I print their credit cards, and we send them out, and whatever. I'm like, that's it? He's like, yeah, that's it. And he was, you know, it was fucking like Wednesday afternoon. He was just at his house chilling. So it's like these little simple things that sometimes you don't think of. Like people are multimillionaires from me. I'm like, man, I just, I just get such, I get so curious about those kinds of things. Or, or half them up in their debt to their eyeballs. You know, I don't know. Um, it's interesting. It, it's always just kind of fascinating how how people built their wealth like that. And then it, sometimes it drives me crazy to where, um, obviously I'm a little bit younger, but <clears throat> how do people build their wealth so well? So that's why, like, pre personally, like, I get a lot of questions about like what stocks am I into, what do I invest in, and blah blah blah. And uh, to me, it's kind of like. I got real. I get real big into things, and then I kind of get out of them. Like I got real big into stocks. Well, I got real big into crypto, like a year ago. I was fucking with it, made like decent amount of money in it. But then I also sold at terrible times. And like, for instance, like the Dogecoin, big hype when it got in. I got into that because of my wife. Five months before it started hitting really big, so I bought at a super, super, super cheap price. I bought 500 bucks worth, and I forgot about it. And I checked it like five months later. People started talking about it. I didn't even know I had it. And my 500 was like 2,500. 
they're like, oh, fuck. So that day I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm like, I'll just fucking throw another five grand at it. So I threw another five, six, seven grand at it that day. And within a week it went to 20. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah, I'm fucking loaded. Great, 20 grand, right? Well, I'm like, it didn't sell. So I'm like, yeah, I'll sit on it. You know, it's not like dire emergency. Well, then I sat on it and then I watched it dwindle back down to like five grand and I'm like oh fuck I gotta get out I'm, I'm fucking cut my loss or maybe maybe it was just it was just about to where like I whatever I put into it I made it like a grand or two more I'm like I better get out before it drops below what I even made or put into the stock in the first place or the crypto and then as soon as I sold I think they everybody figured out the time sold and then the just price went up so then basically I figured out that if I would have not touched it after I bought initially that big lump sum of like five ten grand it would have been a hundred at minimum a hundred thousand dollars but i got nervous i was watching it every hour i would get up in the middle of the night and obsess and watch it i'd get up at 2 a.m look at my robin account because crypto doesn't trade on a, um, a schedule crypto's 24 7 365 it's always going so you can always check it and see if you're up or down or up or down and at that time the volatility was like super high or low so you would be like you'd wake up and you'd you'd make five grand or you'd wake up and you'd lose 10. So it was like terrifyingly fun. Um, so I got into that too heavy, I think a little bit and I started kind of obsessing over it. So then I kind of cut my losses, kind of got out of it, kind of didn't. I think I left like a couple grand in all the accounts, you know, like a grand here or ground there, like basically in the little shit coins, not like Bitcoin. I, I bought into like every little one just to see if one took off and I forgot about it and I check it in two years, you know, hey, I'm rich. Great. So, like, I still have those. I'll buy, you know, not not a significant amount of money. I might have, if I sold everything today, I might have three grand left. Just kind of just sitting in those crypto accounts. Um, and then I started buying NFTs because now people are big into buying, like, these pictures of monkeys that everybody thinks are worthless. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. But I'm the type of guy that I'd rather have a hundred different boats working for me than my all my fucking money in one boat so like i bought all the i bought like three of these little monkey fellas that i traded essentially i guess bought with crypto traded with crypto for these monkeys um so my biggest thing on is i just like to be i guess kind of as diverse as possible you know when i grew up it was all 401k only and a pension and that's all you need to worry about which is you're gonna be comfortable but i'm you know, I'm young enough to where I can afford the risk, and I like the risk probably too much. That's why I don't gamble, because I'm terrified if I step in a casino. Uh, I'm going to see too much upside and neglect the downside, and I'll just be the loser at the table that's stuck there, trying to move all my money back and then just losing. Um, so, because I get that question a lot, I like to kind of address it when I can. And if I talk to Finn, it's like Finn talking to me about the bears. Like, it just, it, it's fucking different language. Um, so I like to put it in everything else. Like, I got real big into real estate for a long time. I just fucking concentrate on that all the time. I was just, every morning I would get up a half hour earlier than I got up to look at real estate deals and plan out deals in my head or write them down in a notebook. This is this deal. This is what this would make me a month. This is what this would cost 30% in repairs. This is what I would net. Okay, in 30 years when it's paid off, this is what I would get, like, constantly in my head over and over and over. That's all I would think about. Um, looked at 20 places with my broker and then finally bought one. Um, and then I kind of just cooled my jets after buying that one. And I still probably look, 
he still sends me stuff, you know, he does his job. Um, but I'm, I'm always still looking, but I'm not into as hard as I was um, before. Uh, but I like, to, like I said, I like to keep it different. I got a bunch of pictures of apes. I got fucking crypto. I got, you know, I like my Tesla stock. I've always kind of preached that. I always like that stuff. It's down a little bit now, but, you know, like you said, you, like I've always said, you don't really lose your money in, in stock until you sell. Um, and I don't need to sell it. So um, I'm all over the place. Crypto, regular stocks, real estate, the 401k, the, the company stuff that they give you. It's all great and dandy. I just try to make my money somewhere else. And then, of course, like, you know, me and Jacob with smart and stuff. It's another venture of, you know, bringing in. Obviously, we <laughs> our main goal is to uh, train people to educate because we didn't start the company to be like, hey, we want to make money. We're like, hey, we think whatever we think, whatever is out there now is not as good as it should be. So we adjusted, we improved, and we moved forward with our, what we think is better. Uh, excuse me. And, um, sneeze button and uh you know it wasn't we weren't set out to make money we were set out to train better and we knew the money would come so it's kind of one of those things like i just like to i like to be extremely diverse in whatever i can and then i also do like to be what is it there's two different types of people there's people that are bold what what's the two there's two different examples somebody explained very well um there's like a kind of a riskier person than kind of person. It's called, I think it's being bold or being smart. And bold people take more risks. Um, they're a little bit more edgier. Um, they don't look a lot of the downside. And then you have smart people, which are not saying one can't be the other, but you know, smart people are typically more reserve. Look at all the risks versus the rewards. I look more of rewards versus risks. I say, hey, I'm going to tell them I'm going to do something now. If I have problems, I'm going to worry about that later. I've always been that kind of person. I always think being bold is a little bit better than being smart, in my opinion. I've never really been, you know, a book smart guy. I'm, I'm more of a, I like to try to rely on my kind of street smarts and then learn as I go and kind of fuck up as I go. I learn. I'm more of kind of that hands-on approach as to opposed to reading about it and figuring it out. I like to, I do like to read <laughs> about shit, but I'd rather fuck it up firsthand and then learn from it rather than, try to read it in a book but that's just me um i'm gonna bring it in for a landing because i got this fucking this nose and I, I don't have a single fucking tissue around me i can blow um so generaleathercraft.com matt hayden at pioneer underscore fit on instagram go there for a little about needs huge supporter of the show huge supporter of me i'm a huge supporter of him um we fucking love matt he's great for the sport um, if you're gonna look at somebody that gives back it's matt he's given probably six figures this year to other uh, events, powerlifting competitions, stuff like that. So if you see someone like that, you, I mean, to me, I want to give back to them. Um, so I do as much as I can on my like I, I train the guy, I try to help him out as much as I can, you know, in his personal training life. Because he does so much, he's done so much for me, he does so much for this podcast, he does so much for the sport. So if you're going to invest in anybody, invest in someone like him, invest in a good belt. Um, you won't regret it. Awesome dude. Uh, he's expanding his shop. He's a locally owned, locally um, sourced shop in Coleman, Texas. Great fucking dude. Uh, can't say enough good things about him. So check him out when you get the chance. Callus Barber Apparel. I'm staring at all my stuff right now. I got, you know, the best knee wrap. To me, it's my favorite knee wrap I've ever used. Dan Bell squatted 1,100 in it. Cam squatted 800. I've squatted 800 in them. 
Um, a lot of guys that squat heavyweights like these wraps. It's a fucking good stiff wrap, but it offers good rebound on the hole. Um, so check out my knee wraps. I also have a softer wrap. If you're not into wraps yet and you want to get into them, I have the 2.0. It's a softer knee wrap. Everything I have wrap-wise is approved by the USPA. Um, so check out that. Um, got plenty of wraps there. I got sandals. I got T-shirts, green, uh, charcoal black, I guess. I got my zip-ups. Um, the black ones, I got, I think, like two zip-ups in the green, but mainly my black zip-ups, my black pants as well. That came out like a month or so ago. Um, and then I got the beanies, too. And then I got some hats left as well. So check out my stuff at Cal's Barbell, um, my Cal's Barbell Apparel on Smart Strength Official's page. That's where you buy everything. Um, so check out our shit. Also, Smart Strength Official, check out all your training. Uh, we're constantly changing and improving our training. Like I said, I, I get bored of things if they're, like, Smart Strength, I think, is working well. It's smooth. But I also, we also like to improve. Me and Jacob talk all the time about what we could do better. So we're offering more services, <coughs> such as this week. We just came out with um, offering calling to the clients as far as new clients, whatever. So if you sign up tomorrow, you can get this feature as well. But um, to sign up to, to do FaceTime or Zoom calls just to kind of get a little bit more uh, better relationship with the client. And like I said, I like to change things up. I like to improve, I like to take things apart, put it back together. And that's one of the things we're going to improve on. So check us out for all your training needs. Uh, we have bodybuilding programs, off-season powerlifting programs, um, general fitness programs. We do challenges a couple times a year. And then, of course, we offer our custom training. So if you're in the uh, – if you're in the – oh, Jesus <coughs> – if you're in the market for training, check us out. If you're not certain, maybe just check out one of our templates at first and see if you're going to switch to custom. Um, everybody gets a signed coach where you can talk to or a message anytime you want uh, via the app. It, and it all comes with videos. Uh, it's a real clean, concise way to deliver programming that we think is better. And obviously the program we, we've developed uh, we think is great too, the way we program it and uh, just the knowledge background with our coaches that we have as well. So check us out. We also have a new nutritionist named Nikki Thompson. Awesome, super smart chick. Um, immediately when I talked to her, I fucking uh, enjoyed speaking to her. I knew I was going to hire her. <coughs> Excuse me, me and Jacob were going to hire her. She's just super smart, knows her shit. Um, it's a great plan. She has one of her plans. is a four-month plan that helps you build better habits. Um, and um, it's just it, she's super educational uh, the reason why she, and, and the science backing behind of what she does and why she says it so if you're interested too to get your nutrition right something to look up is, is to do her four month program and she has it four months for a reason she she describes that reasoning when she talks to you so check us out smartthingofficial.com um, check out HFB supplements HFB apparel my buddy Tom uh, support their small business their flannel is going to do another limited run and probably be it for the year because I'd imagine you know, as winter fades out, uh, the flannels aren't gonna the flannels aren't gonna be in stock anymore. So check their stuff out. Check Smart Strength Official out. Um, and I appreciate you guys listening. Shut up, Karen. Will I try to live my life the way I know I should? Try to swear to Mama Bear that I'm still well and good. Yes, I try. Oh Lord, I try. I try to do what's right, end up doing wrong. Try to live this life right here inside a country song. Yes, I try. 